0: What's up everyone, my name is Liam and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Today we are joined by Helg, the founder of the Norwegian Knuckleheads Fan Club. The Norwegian Knuckleheads are a fan club based in Europe, where they have one of the biggest fan bases for the band Five Finger Death Punch. So without further ado, I welcome Helg to the show. What's up Helg? Hey, what's up dude, thanks for having me. No problem. So tell me about yourself, Uh, where are you from?
1: Uh Well, uh, my name is Helge, I'm a 37-year-old construction worker from Norway, uh, been living here my whole life, and uh, I've been a huge fan of the band Five Finger Death Punch since, well, actually since their first album back in 2007, so I, uh, really? I just started, just uh, decided to start the Norwegian Knuckles fan club, just as a fun experiment, experiment to see how many people I could get to join, and
0: here we are today <laughs> That's really interesting. Um So uh what inspired you? Like I know you said like the band is like the reason, but like what made you like initially want to put yourself out there? To like well, do I, this.
1: I started like getting uh set up on social media and I started following the band and I realized that there were uh, a few accounts uh, on social media, like on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that were uh, fan-based accounts, uh, but there, there weren't that many fan clubs. And right. I, I was started to started think about sort of like the Metallica fan base. They have their own chapters all around the world. Um, not as big as ours now, though.
0: Just got to say that. Uh, <laughs> I would say, one started, of the biggest groups out of all of them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and I started looking around and I realized that there's no actual Norwegian fan club for this band. And uh, this was back in, in 2018, and I couldn't, couldn't just imagine that this band has, had been a part of the Norwegian music scene for so long, without actually having a fan club. So I thought, well, fuck it, let's just start one and see where it goes. Uh, uh, it turned out that there were a lot more knuckleheads in this country than I thought.
0: So uh, I'm, I mean, like one of the things I mean, I observed obviously. To be honest, the Norwegian knuckleheads has become, in my opinion, I feel like just my observation, it's become more than just like a Norwegian knucklehead. It's like it's. I would definitely say that it's become the whole entire like European continent, like the big fan club for the whole European continent. That's yeah, just like, I mean, on. obviously, honestly, there's always like, obviously there's always been the smaller ones, like Joker and the German knuckleheads. I mean, you guys are probably both like one of some of the biggest fan clubs for the band, like at least actively engaging on that yeah. portion where it's like, you have like the Switzerland knuckleheads and like the Iranian knuckleheads and like all those groups. But like, those guys are like really small fan clubs. And I'm not saying like there is isn't individual fan clubs for every country, but you guys seem to be like a statement per se of like, we are the fans. We love our band. And, you know, it's, it, I don't, it feels like you guys are just like a big fan club. That's like, we're going to make an impact on our community. You know, exactly. like that's just my perception of it. Yeah. The, fun,
1: the funny thing is that uh, before I started, I, I, kind of knew about a few uh i I mean you have ffdp uk that has like a pretty big uh following on twitter and and instagram and there they have like their own homepage and their their facebook page but it's 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 a page it's not a group you know it's not a group that people can join you can just sort of like and follow uh i i think i mean don't don't quote me on it, but I think the Dutch probably had something going before us as well. Um, But when I started, uh, we were kind of like the one of the first groups to start growing that had actual members, you know, and uh, Joker contacted me uh, like a few years after I started the Norwegian knuckleheads. And, sort of ask my advice on it on on how to start something for himself and that's how we became best of friends you know he he started messaging me and asking me about this and that and how to set up the group and and how to run it and and after that we got a lot of other people too that uh, made contact and and asked about like how do we do this how do we set it up to be as member friendly as possible and I'm not going sit to here, sit here and take credit for any of it because f- for me, it's just, it's just fun to see all the different groups growing around the world. But they, I mean, they, they contacted me and I, I tried my best to help them out. And, and we started to to see groups pop up in like Germany, Denmark, Sweden, uh, Finland, Israel, uh, Spain, I mean, all over the place. And like I said, I'm not I'm not going to take credit for it because the credit goes to the people who actually created those groups. But I, I like to think that maybe I had some influence on it and that,
0: that just makes me proud. I mean, like, I feel like, in my opinion, that, like, my observation is I never really noticed any of these fan groups until you showed up. I mean, like, and I definitely could honestly say that, like, on a fan club level, I feel like you inspired people to like want to do that. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, honestly, like, like you and Joker, I definitely set our inspirations in the knucklehead community because, you know, you guys put yourselves out there and you're just like, you know, this is who I am and I want you guys to follow me and, you know, we're going to support this band best we can. And we're going to have the biggest fucking following at every single show you know absolutely like every single time every single uh time they go to norway at least i've always noticed that you guys always do like those big meets where you like do the big pictures like honestly those are phenomenal to see it's amazing (laughs) and i'm like you look at like america and i mean i'm not saying like america doesn't have knucklehead unity but there isn't big groups like that over here only like in european countries is where i really see it and especially the norwegian knuckleheads it's like all you it's like all the time. It's like all you see, all I see in my Death Punch feed at the time is all the fan clubs and <laughs> <in> like overseas. <laughs> and it's like it's amazing to see the unity and just how much you guys have love for each other. And it yeah, honestly it makes me so happy sometimes.
1: Yeah, me too, dude. I mean, seriously, there's there's no in my opinion, there's no fan group anywhere. That has the same sort of uh, feeling of family that the knucklehead, knucklehead groups have, because you, you see it all over social media, and especially in in the uh, the Five Finger Death Punch app. I don't know if you're familiar familiar with it.
0: I use uh, it periodically. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, when you when you look at that and see, like, no matter what people post, if it's, if it's if it's are having a good time or they're having a shitty time or or they need, just need some support. I mean, everyone just gathers around, supports them in any way they can. And it's, it's not just like that on social media. It's like that, especially here uh, with us, too. I mean, at the, at the Tons of Rock Festival this year, no matter where you turn, if you see someone wearing a Five Finger deathbush shirt or a or patch on their vest or something like that, I mean, it's just, you feel like they're family right off the bat and it's just beautiful to watch. And I i don't think we've had almost any like controversy in our group at all. I mean, everyone's just so supportive and, and no matter who you talk to, they're just super friendly. And sometimes people can, can like agree to disagree, but they're they're still like best of friends. And when when we meet up at a festival like that, I mean holy shit, the spirit in that group is just amazing it's mind-blowing
0: seriously i mean like if i ever go to norway or any country i'm (laughs) definitely gonna call you and be like yo man we gotta do something you know absolutely i I know i know damn well that i'll see you and i'll be like it's it's my brother you know exactly and it's like we're it's like it's like an unrelated family but it's like you you feel comfortable with all the people because it's like everyone just picks each other up and it's like exactly it's just it's that's, it's amazing uh, it's pretty
1: remarkable actually and but i mean i feel like that's uh at least here in europe um we have this this thing that in the metalhead community everyone picks e- each other up there's like no discrimination everybody's welcome doesn't matter what you look like what background you have what band you like i mean in the metalhead community everybody's family and especially in the knucklehead uh, group, or or in the knucklehead division, or whatever you want to call it, I mean, y- you can just turn to whoever you want, and and they'll
0: treat you like family, and it's it's just amazing to watch. Seriously, I mean, I mean, like, I I definitely can say that I definitely do see sometimes around here, even in America, that like, I'm not saying that like we're not supportive of each other and the family, and like the, you know, situation of like knucklehead community, but. You know, there there's a, there's a few really prideful people like, you know, for example, like we talked about him yesterday, Anthony, you know, yeah. we talked about him the other day. And, you know, it breaks my heart to see how people are just like, oh, you know, they claim he's a wannabe and that the band doesn't really like him. And it's like, and then I look in the comments of all people that's really supportive and try to pick him up. It's always like the Norwegian knucklehead community. It's all like the people like that aren't in America. And I'm like. What the fuck, man? It's like, <laughs> why would you, why would you beat someone down? That like, I, I mean, I don't know him crazily well, but I call him my friend. I call him family. I mean, the other exactly. day I bought him, I bought him the Warhead flag that I have on my wall, like right here. I bought Swing. him one of those, and I said, like, you know, take it on me, like take it as a gift for me, you know, family. From a friend to a friend, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I relate to a lot of the stuff he goes through. Because I had similar problems that he had in my childhood, but now that I've like gotten older and I've like stood my ground, people don't bother me so much anymore. But it's like it's so sad to see that people in our community would beat someone down like that. That's so prideful. And you know, we all picked him up and we said, "You know what? We stand with you." And even Ivan stood with him. It's like, exactly. I mean, he sent me the video and I, I was in tears when I saw it because it's like you see how like heartbroken he is when, you know, he finally gets an opportunity, but no one can help carry him to the end. And, you know, and then you and also it's like you check Instagram or something one day and then it's like you get a statement from Ivan saying, I'm going to pick you up, bro. I'm standing with you. We all fucking stand with you. And I'm going to so take the show myself. Me.
1: And it's like when
0: he—that was—that is definitely what I'd say: the knucklehead community at its best. Yeah. Like the fact that even the band themselves picked him up and said, "We're not going to let you fall. You're going to come with us, and we're going to show them how fucking strong you are." Yeah. Mad respect for the band for that, man. I mean, even before even Anthony ever like showed up in my feed, it's like even before that, I mean. If someone ever said anything bad about the band, Ivan would call it out and be like, "What the fuck are you trying to say?" You know, I don't take shit yeah. from people, but
1: <laughs> it's he like he doesn't, doesn't take know. shit.
0: <laughs> you know, that, actually, that, that that actually leads into another subject. I saw on in your Instagram, you and Joker and like the other people have met them. What yeah. was that like? I mean, I I don't
1: I don't think I'm I I. I I don't know. I, I still haven't sort of realized that it actually happened. Uh, it, it's something that is, has been on my bucket list for years to like, be actually able to meet the guys, shake their hands. Uh, I mean, Ivan gives the best hugs. I mean, seriously.
0: He looks and like such a fucking
1: folk, teddy bear, man. <laughs> he is. He's, he's fucking amazing. I mean, and not only that, but he's, he's just through and through an amazing person. I have so much respect for that man. Uh, not only because of, of what he's accomplished, but because of the way he is. And the other guys too. I mean, Chris, Zoe, Andy, uh, Charlie. I mean, they're all just super cool dudes. And they're like really down to earth. They haven't, they haven't let the success like, get to their heads or anything. And, and when, you, when you actually get the time to, to sort of talk to them and, and just like chat bullshit for a a couple of minutes you realize that they they haven't lost touch with their fans at all they're super devoted they're they're so cool like no matter what you ask them they're like yeah sure no problem no problem whatever you know and and just the way that we were treated uh when we were lucky enough and privileged enough to to be able to come backstage and just like hang out. It was, it was super awesome. Uh, and I mean, the fact that we actually got to go on stage with those guys and sort of have like a tiny performance for a few minutes and just like be a part of the show, that is, that is something I will never forget. It was one of, the, one of the most insane experiences of my life to be able to stand Seriously. in front of like 40,000 people or 30,000. I have no idea how many people were there,
0: but it was just like an ocean of people. And, and then you're on the able- stage with Ivan holding that flag. I saw that fucking picture. And I'm like, you probably felt like, uh, you felt probably felt like this is what it's about. This is what I've been working for. Exactly.
1: I mean- That's the funny thing, because when I got on that stage, I suddenly got this feeling that I, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't anxious. I, I, sort of felt comfortable, and I thought to myself, this is home. This is where I belong. I mean, just standing there, seeing all those beautiful people in the crowd, having them respond to what I shouted out and that mic, and it just I, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps just,
0: <laughs> just fucking thinking about it. What uh, did you say? I know that I didn't see any video about it. I mean, honestly, if you did, if there was a video, I feel like it would go viral in a way. There were several videos said.
1: of that. Um, no, but yeah, I've been us on stage for, uh, burn motherfucker. And he, ha- he wanted yes. us to do, do this like back and forth thing where, um, I, I started off with my side of the crowd saying burn motherfucker, burn motherfucker, burn. And they responded and it was sort of yes. a, like a, a competition back and forth between me and Joker. And then we sort of just stayed on, uh, Like with backup vocals for Ivan for the rest of the song when it took off, and that was.
0: I'm sorry, just hearing that, imagining that in my fucking head. That sounds remarkable. That sounds like something that will never be beaten. I definitely will say, if I saw the. I honestly probably could go online and find the whole show if I wanted to. I I think I probably could. But if I fucking saw that.
1: I swear,
0: I would lose my shit. I'm sorry, I'm, fine, I'm like fangirling right now in a way, you know, Just hearing that shit. Oh, uh, it was it was fucking insane. I, and I mean, like I'm another getting, thing,
1: another thing that I, that I noticed was like usually I'm always in the front row. It goes like that and headbanging and singing along and stuff like that. And I'm used to hearing the crowd. Uh, and I know that the crowd is like really loud, but you, you still ha- have like this interference around you from the people closest to you. So they kind of like drown out the sound of the rest of the people when you, but when you're standing on stage and you have everyone singing towards you, holy fuck, you. dude. And I mean, the start of the show, we were standing side stage, like all the way through. And at the start of the show, they play the Norwegian National Anthem and you have tens it's of thousands of that. people singing the National Anthem before the show starts. That was the most insane moment ever. I mean, props to the Norwegian people. They, they gave it everything on that show. It was insane. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. And I mean, seriously, I, I don't know if I can ever find the words to thank the guys of the band and the the management for giving us that opportunity
0: is... Honestly, I've watched the film of American shows versus the foreign shows. They're (laughs) they're completely different. You, on the... I mean, we were talking about this earlier about, or like earlier in the show about how the Norwegian knuckleheads and like The whole, like, European continent of fans is so unified. And, you know, you see the American shows and the intro songs are just, like, all this, like, you know, random shit that obviously is local references, kind of. But, like, you see the foreign shows. And I if if I'm – mark me corrected on this. But on every single show, I think they play every individual country's national anthem at the shows, I believe, in the foreign countries.
1: Yeah, some and of them like, they do.
0: But I'm like, it's phenomenal just to see like, you see the American one, but like everyone's just like chilling and talking and just enjoying themselves, yelling and screaming. I mean, I'm not saying the foreign shows don't have that, but I've, I've seen the film of them singing the national anthem and you just feel the power. You feel the, unify, like, like the unity of every single person in that crowd. Exactly. And it's like you want to be a part of it. That's, it's, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I've never (laughs) been to a show personally. I mean, I've had like four chances to go, but COVID screwed up three of those. Yeah. And the one, the one chance I have is in October. They're coming to St. Louis in October. So I already, I think, I think me and Charlie are going to probably do something before the show and get my flag signed by him at least. Awesome. But. I would love to meet the whole band though. Honestly, that would be a dream come true because I've looked up to them since I was in like sixth grade. I was like 13, 12, 13 years old. And I've, (laughs) I've, I mean, I used to watch Ivan's Instagram page and I mean, he is one of my biggest inspirations and meeting him would honestly like would have, would probably my bucket list of best things that ever happened in my life. Yeah, he's,
1: <laughs> he's he's a super cool dude and uh he he is like he's like the perfect rock star because he, he can do all the musical stuff but he still genuinely cares about his fans. I mean he, he's not just like pulling off cliches and, and, and sort of he doesn't have this rehearsed way of being, you know. He he genuinely cares. He he's He's compassionate. He he cares about people. He has so much love for the people who support him. Uh, and, and I mean the, the stuff with Anthony is is a perfect example of that. He doesn't right. take any shit. He just he just powers through and he says, you know what? This guy, we're gonna we're gonna help this guy. We're gonna lift him up as far as we can. We're just gonna sort him out. Done. I mean, you know, and he, he, he doesn't do it for publicity, he doesn't do it. Uh, to get like uh, likes or or comments or whatever, he does it because he cares. He's, he's right. such a such a caring person, and I mean that, that's one of the reasons I respect him so incredibly much. He, he's not your tu- typical superstar, you know. Right, he's a down to earth I mean,
0: guy. He's just—I would definitely say, like, just how you're describing him. He sounds like just like me and you. It's exactly. like, sounds like a normal person Where it's like You see some of these like, Controversial rock stars They're just like Oh I'm too good For that fan shit man And then you exactly. have like and then you have people Like Ivan Are just like You know what You know Fuck the status quo Fuck like The norm The normal of shit Of people yeah. being higher Than other people You know He basically in a way Promotes that we're all equals That we're all like Friends We're all family and exactly. it's, be- it's, it's beautiful. In my opinion, I don't know any other way to put it. I just think it's beautiful that he does what he does and it how is, he, and how is. he uses his, his, I guess how he uses his fame or stuff like that. I'm putting it air quotes. Cause I don't really know. I mean, obviously they're a very international name in a way, but yeah. you know, I don't know how he feels about calling it fame, but I mean, He uses his popularity. I guess that's a better way to put it. He uses his popularity and his community to lift people up and support people. I mean, he's very like his sobriety thing. His whole thing with sobriety. I mean, he was probably one of my biggest, like me personally, I'm a young, really young person. And, you know, I probably will get a lot of shit talk for this. But I mean, I've had my addiction problems, man. Like no. I've ha- I mean, I used to like hardcore do shit when I was younger. And Ivan's one of the reasons that I don't want to do that stuff. Because exactly. he's the mm-hmm. one I saw his strength. I saw his strength and it just pulls me away from it. His music, no. it's like it's like real it's like I don't I don't know how I don't know why I wanna put it like this, but I would definitely say the unity of the music, it's like I, I practically worship it to an extent because, you know... I know how you feel, dude. Absolutely. And I mean,
1: he's, he's such an inspiration for people because he doesn't have this sort of... He, he doesn't look down on people at all. He, he tries to... Uh, he, he tries to tell people that you and me, we're, we're not that far apart. We're, we're on... Yeah we're fighting the same fight we're, we're in the same battle together and if i can do it you can do it you know well right. while other other celebrities are are more about sort of promoting themselves and their own success when it comes to like sobriety you know they're like oh right. yeah i did this i did that i'm so fucking awesome but ivan is more about i i did it and i can help you to do it too you know he inspires people to be the best they can be. Uh, Seriously. And, and, and it's like he's, he, said, he said this in, in like several interviews that he doesn't like the word fans. He likes the word family. He, he doesn't think of, of like all the people standing at his shows and, and sort of almost worshiping him. He doesn't like to think of them as fans. He thinks of all of us as family. And he actually means it. It's not just like empty words. He, he means it 100% every right. single
0: time. I mean, he's, he, he's just an amazing person. Simple simple as that. Yeah, I mean, like, he's definitely a person that I would never say, like, blow smoke up your ass, if you, that makes sense. No. He's not that type yeah. of person. He's a, oh, he, he just he gives off that vibe of just like, you know, as you said, like, family. Yeah. it's like, I, don't, I I I mean, his music and his fan base and just the band. It's like the way the one. If I were to describe it in one word, the only way I can describe it is family. Yeah, because I can never say, oh, you know, I never can say. I mean, obviously the people are fans, but it's like I would, but just the way everyone unifies themselves, I can't call them fans anymore. They're just exactly. They're just family, yeah. And I mean, I I think that, that, that's why we that's why we call it the
1: Knucklehead family. We don't call it right. the Knucklehead fan base or something like that. It's the Knucklehead family. Simple as that. And and Ivan, I think Ivan and and the the other guys too are kind of one of the reasons why we have that familiar feeling with each other. That we always back each other up. We're always supporting each other and we stick together like family because the guys in the band actually see us as that, you know, and that that sort of rubs off on all the fan communities around the world that it's not about you and me. It's about us, you know, as a unity, as a family, as, you know, just, just sharing the love of, of great music and a great bunch of people because they are a great bunch of people. There's no going around it. They're, they're fucking awesome. I mean, anyone who has shit to say about the, those guys personally, they can just suck my dick. They're they're so wrong. I can't even describe it. They're not about right. fame. They're not about uh, social status. They're not about uh, showing off. I mean, of course, Zoltan likes nice cars. He can afford it, but he's still down to earth. He's such a cool guy. And I'm, I'm just like the the. The f- five or ten minute talk we had after the show in Norway, uh, mm. like they were they were good getting on the bus. They didn't have much time, but he still just like took the time, just like stroll over, just chat up with with us for a few minutes about anything, you know. Just like we we have been friends for years, and that's that's sort of just. I don't know, it, it enhanced the feeling of him being more like a brother than anything else, you
0: know? Really? It's just I mean,
1: amazing.
0: I mean, like, you see other bands that are like, like, they try to have the same, like, like, if they try to, like, there's other people out there that, like, I feel like they try to replicate it. Yeah, they do. They but, try. That's but the they can't. <laughs> they try, but they can't. Because they don't have the time and dedication like Death Clinch does to like sit there with the fans and be like, "I'm here for you. What do you need?" You exactly. Know? I want to be here for you. And I mean, that's kind of they have really altered my perspective on like my perspective on like how to approach people. I don't approach people just like 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 there's like status between me and you. Like I don't I don't ever treat it like that anymore. I used to when I was younger because I didn't understand. I thought that's how it was, but now it's like if I ever meet someone online, it's like they don't understand because you know they're used. Some people these days are so used to just that being the status quo of I'm higher than you, you're lower than me. I have money, you don't. Just like get away from me type of thing. And it's like, but I it really like Death Punch really altered how I feel about people, and it really makes. I just like if I ever meet someone online like you when I first met you a while ago it was way before we even talked about this podcast I mean I just I called you brother I I treated you like like I would treat my family and my friends uh-huh. I mean I didn't I didn't treat you poorly I mean I respected you and I mean likewise dude I, I mean I didn't I didn't let it take control of how I treated you but like with Joker like if you own Joker's lives and you're just like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Hello, brother. How are you doing?" It's kind of yeah. like it's it's endearing. It's very heartfelt, and I definitely could say not even the band even makes me feel like this. But the community does, and I feel like I could probably walk into your home probably and you just accept me as family. I mean, I'm not trying to say you would, but you probably <laughs> might. You might, and I mean, no you seem like that type of person. And if you guys feel like just the whole community itself feel like those kind of people are just like, you know, maybe you can't have access to talking to the band where they can directly support you, but they indirectly support you, you know? And if the band doesn't, you know, hold their hand out and just like, hey, man, here's some help, community does it for them. And they do it the same way that the band probably would. And... Absolutely, and 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 that, again, that's that's the unity that they
1: create by being the people that they are, you know, and and showing that off to the world that it's it's not about who's higher up in the hierarchy or or something like that. It's it's just about who you are as a person, and be onto others as you want others to be onto you. It's it's as simple as that, you know. And <clears throat> I I've met so many. Great people through uh, all the work I've done with the, with the fan club and stuff like that i um, I'm so grateful for for every single one of, of the the members in the in the fan group the the followers on social media I'm just super grateful for everyone because they show me the same support that I try to show them as much as possible you know and that is because the band inspires us to be that way you know. And I mean the perfect example of that is is, is Joker uh, he, that you talked about, Patrick, you know. He's such an inclusive person. He's I mean, he to a lot of people who don't know him, uh, he, he might like seem, I don't know, a bit a bit different, a bit some people find him scary because he's got like tattoos all over his head and in his face and stuff like that. But he's the kindest, most caring and loving person you can ever meet seriously he he is one hundred percent my brother i w- I would die for that dude he's absolutely amazing and I love him but love him to death dude he's so cool and i i just i just hope everything works out for him any way it can because he deserves all good things in life he's he's absolutely amazing and i i I definitely hope you get the chance to meet him someday, like in person to see what a great guy he is. He's so emotional. He's so full of of love and respect and caring for other people.
0: And he just
1: wants what's best for you. No matter what he's like the, the epitome of what the whole knucklehead family is all about. He's just an awesome person. I'm so, so freaking happy that I got to know him that I actually got to meet him this summer And he's coming back to Norway next summer as well for the tons of rock festival. Uh, Hopefully we're going to have a lot more knuckleheads from all over Europe here because we're actually planning uh, some kind of meetup uh, either in Norway or somewhere else in Europe. Uh, We're going to try to get as as many of the fan bases to gather up and like have sort of a knucklehead meeting at a festival or at a
0: show or something like that. That would be so awesome. Imagine like, Imagine if you guys pulled together like ten thousand people or something, like knuckleheads. <laughs> and then all like all the people that run the festival at like the entrance, they just see this whole fucking army. <laughs> 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 oh, They'll be, be like so That'll be fucking hilarious, but you know how they're gonna feel. They're gonna be like, oh shit. Shit's going down! Didn't <laughs> yeah. see that one coming. <laughs> right and to see ten thousand knuckleheads just by foot, just fucking, just marching towards this, this the festival, and then they all just like <laughs> flow in, and then it's like, and then you just, if you're a band, and you just witness them just like flowing in. I'm just. Someone needs Absolutely. to do that. Y'all need to do that one day. <laughs> Just get there has to be a video of it. There has yeah. to be a video of it, and it's just going to be amazing to watch. as an army <laughs> of knuckle hitched.
1: That'd be insane, dude. And we're also, we're, we have been talking about uh, how awesome it would be to uh, have a gathering like that at a Five Finger Death Punch Show in Las Vegas. Oh no, Imagine. Oh, oh, oh. that would Imagine. be crazy. All, all the fan clubs from around the world gather in Las Vegas for a five-finger death punch show. That would
0: be the, insane. The funny part is, the funny part is, is that, um, there's just, I don't know how to describe it. There's, I don't know if a place would be able to take that. That's the thing. <laughs> I've been to Vegas, but I don't think there's a field big enough to handle all that. (laughs) There probably is. Don't like mark my don't mark my words on that. But there probably is. But like I'm just honestly I feel like if that happened it'd be the most iconic death point show in history. If in Las Vegas they had a whole army of the whole like foreign fan group. That would be amazing. It would absolutely and I mean, I,
1: I I hope that if we actually start planning that someday, which I'm I'm sure we will, we will start. I know it will it.
0: happen. Uh,
1: if we do, I I just hope that we can sort of get uh, get the band and the people uh, around the band involved in that, so we can sort of make it like a special happening. Uh, I have this dream, this this visualization of. Every fan group from, from like every country that's going to be there have their own flag, like like the one we have. With but like imagine if commanders. they hung them all on the stage. Yeah, like or, or if you have like one representative from every fan group, just like coming on stage holding up their flag, just sort of just show how worldwide the Knucklehead family actually is. That will be absolutely insane would be a dream come true holy shit i'm getting goosebumps again just just thinking
0: about it right i mean like honestly i'd have goosebumps too if i was in your situation (laughs) on stage holding up the flag just like norwegian knuckleheads german knuckleheads switzerland knuckleheads uk knuckleheads etc etc i feel like i feel like that would just be excessively amazing it like, I, know it's not, I know I just use the word excessive but it, it's, it feels like it'd be something that's never happened before. Yeah. Ever. And I feel like even Ivan and the band, I feel like they'd be very on board with the idea. I sure um, hope
1: so. Ivan I mean, Moody, if you're listening to this, let's make that happen. If we, yes. if we get a knucklehead meeting in Las Vegas for one of your shows, let's make it happen. Let's get people on stage. All the flags up there. Let's show them what the Knucklehead family is all about. That it's a worldwide family. Let's, let's yes. fucking do it. I'm calling y'all yes. Ivan. If you're watching this, let's make it happen.
0: Don't worry. We're going to make sure he watches this, man. Because this is gonna, this, honestly, this <laughs> podcast is going to be an iconic thing. Because no one in the history of Death Punch in the family has ever interviewed someone in the owner of one of the fan clubs no one's done that before to my knowledge i've done my research i've not found a damn thing i mean <laughs> can you cool. second what i said can you second that though has anyone ever approached you with something like this not that
1: i can remember i mean uh, the, i think the closest thing was uh when i did Uh, a live stream q a with uh with andy james like right after he he officially joined the band he agreed to do uh, a live stream but that was me sort of interviewing him so you can't compare it to
0: this absolutely not honestly Honestly, my my motivation to talking to you is like you know people may not know the person behind the norwegian knuckleheads you know you're i mean in my opinion you're very and a very incognito person on that fan group. I mean, you'll put your face on there time to time, but if someone's not really looking for that, they wouldn't know.
1: No, and I feel not. like
0: I feel like this episode is a iconic moment for this this whole entire oh, cool. like the whole entire fan base. I mean, this is absolutely amazing and I mean this I don't even I don't even know where to start with it, man. It's I mean, I feel like everyone needs to know who you are. You know, <laughs> they they need to know. Like we just we they need to know about the Norwegian knuckleheads. Even though you guys are already out there and about and everything, and, but like seriously, like if you guys arranged it, I'd definitely show the fuck up to that show.
1: You, better, I would dude.
0: definitely, <laughs> I would def, I would personally make sure that like there are people that show up. I mean I'm not one that has a bunch of money, but if someone needed a little help, I mean, fuck it. Let's get Anthony into it, man. Like get Hell all the go. iconic people on that stage. All and, and just you know, get somewhere with it. You know? Absolutely. Show them who the fuck we are. <laughs> show them like show the the world what they've created what we've created. The whole yeah. fan base. I mean there's so many people that talk shit about the fan group. I mean, I've like like a whole like family, you know. I've heard people do it. And they all yeah. like like I mean, I hear people like, "Oh, no one's unified, blah blah blah." But I'm like, "We need yeah. something like this. We need something <laughs> like this to show America itself that Death Punch has one of the biggest fan fan groups that there is, at least on a unified level." Definitely. I mean, and I mean I just... that, that's
1: that's like the beauty of it too. I mean when you when you look at the the different chapters of the fan club, uh, I mean the German, the Norwegian, the Swedish, whoever it is, the the Dutch, the UK. I mean we we don't necessarily stick to just people from our own country. I mean like the Norwegian knuckle as it says in the description of the group that everybody is free to join. It doesn't matter you don't have to Live in Norway, you don't have to have a Norwegian ancestry of any kind. Everyone is welcome to join. I mean that that goes for well everyone. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you look like, what you believe in, as long as you're like a fan of the band, join in. And for those who who want, I mean, just look up Norwegian occults on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Just come join in, you know. And if I mean, you really you- want that that familiar feeling, uh, download the five finger death punch app. Just create a profile. You don't have to be a premium member. You can just be a, it's free if you want to. And there's this incredible community of people that no matter what, they got your six and no one gets left behind. I know it's, it's kind of a cliche to to quote the songs, but there's something there, you know, that's the spirit. Of the family it's, it's that No one gets left behind And that's why we Seriously. have that on, on the flag as
0: well, you know No one gets left behind Seriously, I mean Like, people think it's corny sometimes That we like Quote the songs like that But, you know Sometimes it's It's okay I mean I don't know, like quoting the songs like that, it's really a you can't really avoid it. Because it's like no one gets left behind. It really stands with our statement of we're not letting people fall. We're not letting them, you know, hit rock bottom. I mean I just unconsciously quoted another song. Yeah, it is I mean I mean you know, like and like it's like we lit we lift me up. Like we yeah. lift everybody up. And, you know... If you're a little bit
1: off, we lift you up. Because no one gets left behind. And no matter what,
0: we got your six. I mean, you know? we also could say that, you know, as a family, we're living the dream. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if there are new fans coming in, we just say, welcome to the circus.
0: <laughs> Seriously!
1: That's just- I mean, it's so funny because you can, you can just keep quoting uh, names of Five Finger Death Punch songs that just sort of uh, promote and unity uh, and, and the feeling of family, you know? No matter what, it's just fucking incredible. When you go through the catalog of songs, there are so many songs that describe exactly what the Knucklehead family is all about, you know? And no matter what, what mood I'm in, no matter what state of mind I'm in, I can always always find a 5 Finger death punch song that, that fits my mood and and just you know helps me out in whatever
0: situation i'm in so Seriously, incredible dude i mean i definitely can just say that i can agree with that statement 110 percent man i mean yeah. honestly on the what is your new so like, favorite song what's your favorite song on the new record so far that they've shown
1: um, of the four that have been released um, I mean e- even just with those four songs it's a really tough one for me because it all depends on my mood of the day I mean when uh, when Afterlife came out I was like holy shit this, this song is perfect for the time that we're in and to describe what, what the whole world has just gone through mm-hmm. and then I.O.U. came out and I was like holy shit, there are so many situations in, in my day-to-day life where this song fits perfectly. Right, like, you got it, Welcome to the Circus with, with, I mean, with those riffs and, and like the whole perspective on, on how the world sort of conforms to whatever they're told in social media. I mean, that we're fed this, all this bullshit all the time. This sort of just like a huge circus of, of emotions and, and feelings and, and opinions and all that crap. And how we're sort of just like force-fed all this bullshit the whole time, you know, this insanity is going on. And then when they, they finally dropped times like these, that was like another high for me musically because we all feel like that sometime you know everyone Honestly. can relate to that song sometime in their life it's just like, like it's just perfect for for how we all felt one one way or another through this whole bullshit period that we've just gone through you know with the pandemic and all that shit and so for me picking a favorite uh, out of those four it's, it's damn near impossible, dude. Because it all depends on how I'm feeling that day. I'm sure that's going to be exactly the same for for the whole album when it drops on August nineteenth. I mean, I'm 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 not going to be able to pick a favorite. I, I haven't been able to do that at all on the last albums. So, I mean, ever since since the Way of the Fist, and you know, it has that whole spectrum of of songs that match your feelings on a day-to-day basis that's one of the the things that got me hooked on five ring death punch is that no matter what i can always put on one of their
0: songs and it just fits perfectly you know uh, honestly yesterday it was i wasn't even in the mood in a mood but it's like Welcome to the Circus is such a bop. I don't even need to be in, like, a freaking mood to listen to it. I mean, I can just listen to it and be like, you know what? This is how I feel inside, and I'm proud of that. I mean, like, I mean, definitely can say, like, like when Ivan says in the song, you know, am I the only one that doesn't wear a disguise? I mean, in a way, it's like, I feel like it's just like, you know, I feel like, you know, he says, like, you know, am I the only one that doesn't wear disguise? And it's, like, and maybe he's, like, implying that you put yourself out there as who you are and people need to accept that. I mean, that's how I kind of perceive that quote. And, I mean, you know, people always, like, you hear people, like, like talking shit and calling names to, like, band and, like, their music stuff. Like, like, just, like, people calling, like, the general, like, stereotype of metal music being satanic or some stupid shit like the intro the intro quote of like welcome to the circus like welcome to the shit show just another freak show i mean like (laughs) if you want to take it that way you can and be like okay you know we welcome someone in here and we're just like you know people may not approve of us but like welcome to the shit show you know this is what you're in for right (laughs) exactly it's like you know you want it you got it take it this is war exactly you know that's that's just i'm sorry i i'm gonna probably for the rest <laughs> of this conversation we're just gonna start quoting death punch like the rest of the show <laughs> yeah.
1: i mean when, when, you're, when you're uh when you're talking about people who are talking shit about the band or or the music i mean they're you're you're always gonna have like metal elitists as I call them who have this weird perception of what heavy metal is supposed to be like uh and what what strikes me is that they're often into uh the more i don't know if I would call it complicated but the more uh complex side of it you know yeah they're they're all about it has to be advanced it has to be you have to have like uh, rhythm changes. You gotta have like insane guitar solos, and and you gotta have a, a guy who can sing like six octaves or whatever the fuck. And I mean, music doesn't have to be complicated. It can be really goddamn simple. And what caught my eye about about Five Finger Death Punch is that um they make music music that's relatable in any situation and. Uh what's important for me when it comes to music and, and, and when it comes to finding music that I like is that uh it has to sort of spark a feeling of some kind inside me. It, it doesn't matter if you're insanely good at playing guitar or if you're if you if you can sing uh like a fucking angel or it doesn't matter at all if your music doesn't spark something inside me, you know? It has to be for me a lot of people make music just to make music if you know what i mean they they sort of just right. they, they pour out this mass produced stuff just to just to make something and then just to hit the charts with, with something catchy and that's not what music is about at all for me for me it's it's all about uh it has to be meaningful it has to have some sort of uh some sort of feeling in there. You have to sort of feel that the people who made the music made it because they had to, because they, they have a message. They have uh, something they want to put out there, you know, it, right. it, that is not just making music for making music. And that's the thing about five finger death punch. You can actually feel when you, when you really start listening to it, I mean, to all, to all the people that haven't really sat down and listened to it, Instead of like chair picking pieces and, and just listening to the guitar sound or or the drum beat or or whatever, try to actually listen to it and listen to to the message that's that's being portrayed through the music, and it's right. gonna hit you. It's gonna hit you like a fucking ton of bricks, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the beauty of it. Uh, on my part, is that there's there's a nerve to it, you know. You, you can actually right. feel that the people who made it they had they had a mission in making it and that's what what makes it just so awesome
0: on my part i mean like i can honestly definitely agree with you but like and it's like the music is it's so endearing and i mean sometimes i mean the meanings are not the most positive but you know i can always say I would never say I disapprove it. I never say I disagree with it, because, honestly, I'm one of those people that, when the second, the day I discovered Death Punch, I can never say that there is a day where I can say I've ever liked, disliked a singular song. Well, I mean, now, yeah. I mean, I could possibly say maybe, like, some of other, maybe, like, one of other remix songs from, like, American Capitalist. I can say oh, those are kind of iffy, but yeah. even then... That's fucking death punch, man. I mean, you can't really exactly. say you dislike it
1: because no, no, no. it's like,
0: if you, I mean, if you like the original song, it's like you're gonna like it. If you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I definitely can say like, there's always a meaning behind every song, even if it's just pure rage. It's like, yes, I want to fucking like destroy some shit. And then exactly. the other times, yeah, it's like that's that's kind of the
1: beauty of it too, because. Uh, that's just that's just like Ivan getting his shit out, you know. He's right. fighting, fighting. I mean, everybody fights some demons sometime. Everyone can have a shitty day where they just want to pick up a baseball bat and just s- smash some shit, you know. Everyone has days like that. And when Seriously. you look at when you look at uh, songs like "Boots and Blood," uh, "Fake," and stuff like that, you know, the way right. of the fist. They're, they're, they're just full of aggression and, and some people will say that they're, they're violent or, or something like that. But that's because that's something that he had to get out. And I, I think we all wished that we had uh, the opportunity to just write a song and get all those aggressive negative emotions out of us in that way. And I mean, if I'm in a shitty mood... I'll put on fake or, or boots and blood or something like that. And sort of just sit in my car and, and pound the steering wheel and just get that shit out. It's therapeutic. simple as that. Hey, it's, it's death punch mm-hmm. therapy. You
0: know? Seriously. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, we're making monsters, man, but death punch yeah. therapy helps us. It does. It does. It's, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, this, I'm sorry, but the second you mentioned fake, Song just started instantly playing in my head. It's like my head yeah. just starts chanting, You're a fake motherfucker. I hate you, motherfucker. I hate, like, whatever. I, I can't remember the rest of it now. That I'm on the spotlight, I can't remember it, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I I'll mean? Break your your like, motherfucker, you're mine. <laughs> yes, it's like it, it just it bruised in your head, and you're like, Come on, man, I got strength, let's go. Yeah. And, and it's like after
1: after I learned uh, talking about fake motherfucker, after I learned what that song was actually about, it all made sense.
0: One hundred percent. Refresh me on what it's about. I mean, I don't think I've really looked into that one. That song. Uh,
1: well, um, Ivan was going through uh, a period in his life where he was like really struggling, and uh, it sort of culminated into that infamous show in Tilburg in, in the Netherlands where he uh, walked off stage and the show was cut short and he went into rehab. Yeah. And then, so, well, I'm not going to name names because that's going to just start some shit, but we all know who it, who it is about because there was someone else who stepped into his place and was supposed to just be uh, a replacement for those few shows that were left on the tour uh, right. he, he was uh, replacing Ivan uh, on that show in Norway in 2017 as well but after that uh, Ivan realized that like later on that that person in his own mind had actually replaced Ivan. Right, and I was trying to sort of suck up all all the fame and glory that Ivan had uh, deserved, like through all those years of hard work. He was trying to just take his place when it came to that. And I mean, that's who that's that song is about. From from like what I understood, he he right. made that song
0: especially to that person. You know, I mean, like. That's the thing. I think Injustice for None was really an album for him that was like really transitioning from being, you know, a quote unquote drunk to being sober. I mean, yeah. you can see like he was really down in that album, but he also just had pure rage building inside of him. And then exactly, and then you see Fate, and it's like you see the transition and how much he's changed Absolutely. as a person, and it's you like you see it like how much he's accepted it you like yeah. like, like like brighter side of gray it's Holy like shit that too that song jesus that song makes me cry man it's like it really yeah, hits my it makes it video, hits my soul
1: when you see that video as well i mean it's, it's just heartbreaking but at the same time it's just so freaking beautiful you know And I I, I remember the first time I heard that song and he he had already said what it was about before it came out. And I mean, it just hit me like a fucking freight train, you know,
0: I mean, that reminded me of a song. song. Hold up. I remember you said it hit me like a freight train. I'm like, I'm trying to remember. There's a song that he had a quote like that. I have to remember. (laughs) I haven't listened to death punch front to back in a hot minute. (laughs) <laughs> okay let's hear Let's um i'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember what the song was you said it in a live recording it was in it, it was all I, I remember it was in where is the answer not like the song where's the answer i think but it's in that album yeah I th- it is i'm trying, I'm trying too hard I'm sorry. I have to pull up my Spotify. I have to pull the album up my Spotify real quick, because if I can see the names, I can probably figure it out. Um, it'll shit. feel
1: like you hit a fucking freight train. It's from the it's, it's from the live recording in Knoxville. That's on the Wrong
0: Side of Heaven album. Yeah, because I'm like, I to remember. remember. Like, I know he just said that in the actual song, but I know he also says it in, like, recordings. I mean, yeah. in the live shows. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I love the album list, and I couldn't <laughs> remember it. I, has, I think it's on, like, "Wars is the answer. It's actually, I think, on that song, possibly. I don't remember. But yeah, besides that. But, I'm, I mean, like, seriously, like, going back to the subject of Brighter Side of Grey, I mean, when you understand the meaning of that song, I mean, you can see that he's truly accepted who he is. He's accepted yeah. his past, his bad things he's done, and it's inspiring. But it's also really sad to see that he's accepted himself in that way. That he He's like, you know, I could have died. My family wouldn't have me here. And someone else would yeah. have to take his place that more than likely wouldn't be as good. And it wouldn't be the same. Absolutely not. I mean, I, mean like, I
1: think it's 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 inspiring to see that he's not he hasn't he hasn't just accepted it but he's embracing it you know right. and he's come out on the other side as a as a better person like really? just not not only for himself but for his family for for his fans I mean he's I think he has become the sort of person that he deep down inside always is, aspire to be you know and i i gotta say i i respect the hell out of that person that he's become this it's just awe-inspiring to see the way he has handled it the way he's uh he's not promoting himself but he's he's promoting a way of life that's possible for anyone you know
0: uh, it's possible for anyone that it but also is a very difficult lifestyle to lead on for a lot of people it is you know Absolutely. some people it's easy because maybe they like never gotten to alcohol, for example, like maybe like they've like their families have been against it, so they were never promoted in that environment so I mean, I would understand for those people it'd be easier but besides yeah. that, I mean an overall community of people I mean sobriety really is a struggle it I is. mean. It it may have been, like, over a year since I had, like, my problems, like, stopped, but I definitely say that addiction doesn't just go away because, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to made this about me, but, like, I'd say about a month, month and a half ago, I probably had one of my worst relapses since, and it was, oh, like, yeah. and, I mean, like, that's what happens when it's, like, when, like, shit hits the fan, you know what I mean? When like yeah. shit becomes overwhelming, it's like you may think those demons are gone, but they're really still there. They are. And you just got to learn how to tame them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, and it's just, a i person, Personally, I've, I've,
1: I've never, I've never struggled with any kind of addiction because I, uh, luckily enough, I was able to uh, sort of realize it before it went too far. I had, right um I had a period in my life from my when I was i don't know fifteen until I was nineteen where uh I was going through a lot of shit and and the way I handled it was that I got drunk out of my mind every single weekend uh when I started like drinking liquor and and stuff like that and moonshine and shit it just um. All the aggression that I had built up inside, kind of just came to the surface, and and I got aggressive and violent, you know, in those situations, I and mean, it ended up just me being being drunk out of my mind and and just looking for trouble, you know. Yeah, like you I, just I don't actually, understand I, what
0: you're doing in a way, you know. Yeah, but you didn't really realize I mean, it. Trouble
1: didn't look for me; I looked for trouble. And uh,
0: yes,
1: I, it got to the point where, where I sort of just took a step back and and looked at what, what I was doing and where my life was going, and I was like, you know what, I can't, can't do, do this, this anymore. Man. If I if I had kept on that same path, I would have ended up like way worse than than I, that I did. I mean, I, I ended up pretty good. I, but I. I I owe that all to to that moment of, of self-realization where I sort of took that step back and looked at myself and, and I had to ask myself, what the fuck are you doing? You're pushing everyone away. You're not doing anything productive with your life. You're just just being destructive all the time. And I'm just really, really grateful that I had that, I that moment and that I got out of it before
0: shit hit the fan, you know? Right, I mean, she's so like, I mean, for me, I mean, I did that same exact type of thing, like when I when I had gone through my relapse like a month and a half ago. It's like, I mean, I drank to the point I couldn't walk every single yeah. day for a week straight, and I mean, it was like I think I did like six days in a row. It's like I I think I probably had a good migraine for a week and a half following that week, and I yeah. told myself. <laughs> i mean there was like probably five other people witnessing the whole thing i mean they were older than me obviously but they just witnessed it and i mean when they they didn't know i had sobriety problems so it's like they didn't they didn't know to stop me
1: when i was like
0: in my head and now that they know that they just don't even tell me there's alcoholic gatherings anymore they just don't tell me because they're like we don't want to take that chance of you know you not being able to get out of the car and we literally have to carry you past your parents oh, to get man. you to your bedroom so that you just lay down and don't do anything stupid <laughs> and i mean it was i don't remember a damn thing from that week but or anything in that whole like probably like two three week period but i'm like what the fuck happened you know and it really, like, it kind of inspired me to a way of, like, showing that I had my problems in the past. And this is evidence that you need to keep controlling yourself after that. Yep. You know? And it's definitely one of those things where you got to work at it. And yep. I mean, I think from now on, I think I'm really going to promote that s- sober lifestyle. Or if you really want to do those kind of things, at least try to do it in a very controlled manner. Exactly. You know?
1: I mean I, I can I can I have absolutely no problems at all like having a beer or two or five, but I just don't like the feeling of of being intoxicated, you know? When I when I right. when I feel like like when you get that tingling in your body when you're starting to be a little bit buzzed, you know. When I yeah. get that, I just I just stop because I don't like the feeling I get when I'm drunk. So right. I I, ha- I actually haven't been drunk since I was 19 years old. So that's a win for me.
0: I, I, I can mean, still like
1: enjoy a, ba- a bottle of wine or or some beers or something, but I, I don't I haven't had a sip of, of liquor or moonshine at all since I was 19 years old, and I'm really happy with that. 100. I mean.
0: I mean, definitely, man. I mean, I agree with that. Like for me, I mean, like from that one week, man, it's like all I remember is just very vague images of not being able to control like what I'm like not control what I'm doing, but like I had no way of comprehending what was going on around me. And I just remember like just being dead in my mind pretty much. And I mean, I definitely would say I don't like how that feels. I Absolutely. definitely don't like it. And I mean, I stand with you on that. Like, I don't really enjoy it. I don't enjoy yeah. the feeling. I really ruined it for myself because yeah. I mean, and I mean, now, now, thing, now, and I mean, a good thing I did like while I was like at like a young age, I mean, I shouldn't be doing that anyway, but like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it really like turns me off to the idea of it. And yeah. I just, I tell anyone that if you've seen me doing something like that ever and I just lose myself, just, just remove me from this situation, man. It's, yeah, it's, I would say addictions and it's when, 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 I mean, when people say it's a disease, it really is. People think Absolutely. you can just stop. People think you can just stop, but it's a journey. Ivan's a sure example of it that like it you just, you gotta surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. And you can make it through.
1: And you know, that was my my biggest problem that I, I didn't surround myself with the with the right people. I, I surrounded myself with people who who like to get wasted. And of course when you when you're in that environment, that's how you end up, you know. And I, I mean I got so so many benders that I don't even remember because it's all just blacked out. I mean, I had I started off at a party. Uh, in the city I lived in here in Norway, and I woke up in Gothenburg in Sweden. I still to this day have no recollection at all as to how I got there, who I got there with, and how long I was gone. And I mean, I just woke up in a random apartment in Sweden with just a bunch of people I didn't know because they had they, I had just like found them. uh, wandering around the city drunk out of my mind and they just like sort of took me in and put me on a couch and just put me to sleep you know but to this day i have no recollection at all as to how i how i ended up there i have absolutely no it's, idea
0: it's seriously like it's a it's 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 gnarly it's, it's gnarly to think of it it's like you, you hear these stories of just like Oh, yeah, I was wasted. I, I was just, all I remember, I was sitting at the bar drinking a little bit, man. All I know is I'm on the other side of town the next day. And I mean, it's funny to think about, but it's like, what? You I know.
1: It's In hard to think about. The anxiety after that, you know, you, you realize that you made your way like hundreds of miles away from home, and you don't remember shit nothing at all it's all just a black hole and then you start thinking about what kind of shit did i do between here and here you know what happened in between what did i do who did i fuck up what 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 did i destroy you know all those thoughts come into mind and i'm just so happy that i'm not in a place in my life where i have to have that kind of worry you know where i don't have to feel that kind of
0: anxiety anymore Seriously, well, I mean, like, it's just, I don't yeah. know how to comprehend some of it. It's just, it's hard to think, like, you have to think, what does your, your parents think when that happens, you know? They're like, my child's gone one one moment, and then they're, like, <laughs> potentially gone for days, yeah. and then they come home, and they're like, what the fuck were you, man? And yeah, like,
1: this was actually after I moved out from home, so my mom didn't
0: realize that I was gone, but But still, I mean, mean, (laughs) you got to think that if someone was close to you, they would be worried where you went. Yeah. (laughs) But like Uh, I I said,
1: I didn't surround myself with with the right kind of people, so no one really cared at that moment.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean.
1: But I got my life. um, Uh, It's it's a chapter of my life that I, I keep in mind to remind myself how bad it was, uh, right. and that also helps me not to uh, be tempted at all to go back
0: to it. You know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut off on the subject of sobriety, but I mean, I think we should probably move on to a different subject. We could probably talk about this forever and laugh about it. But absolutely, we can. You know, going, going back to the Norwegian knuckleheads conversation, yeah. since that's what all this is about. Um. You know, I seen like Chris Kale wearing a uh, Norwegian Knucklehead shirt. But I just wanted Kale. to ask for the sake of everybody, will you guys ever create like an official Norwegian Knucklehead merch store? Like I know right we, now the only way please. to get them is you have to personally inquire them. To uh, my knowledge, well, but uh we actually
1: have uh our own merch store. Uh right, I've right, right now I've never seen it. At, at this moment, uh the the website is down because uh, they're they're changing up some things in the, in that company, but we actually we have a member of the Norwegian Knuckles Facebook group who uh, who runs his own printing company here in Norway, uh, right. and they have agreed to to print up our merch. We have like we have uh, t-shirts, tank tops. We have got sweatpants, shorts. We got hoodies, zip hoodies, all that kinds of stuff. Seriously? Um, I didn't yeah, know yeah, we this. Didn't. Well, if you if you if you join the Norwegian local Facebook group, yeah, there's a link there uh, that takes you to the web shop. But well when it, when it's up and running again. Right now it's down, right. but uh, we're getting it up and running pretty soon again. And uh uh they have like their own section in their own web shop where we can just order all kinds of Norwegian local as merch. And the same for the Germans. Right. They actually have their merch in, in the same web shop because they found That's out awesome. that it, it was a lot easier for them to just do it that way and that we just use uh, the same print shop to do it and they actually get they get their merch cheaper than, than we do uh, because we uh, when, when 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 they ship overseas or out of the country they can um, they can actually uh, remove some of the taxes on it so they get yeah. it cheaper than we do. Uh, but I mean overall it's it's not about making money off it in any way. We try to sell it as cheap as possible. So I don't I don't profit from it at all. I get like maybe one percent profit off the merch. And and every every single cent that, that comes off that goes back into the group uh via, for example, giveaway contests and stuff like that. I just right. uh, I save up that money until I have a certain amount and then I use that in the web shop to buy some cool stuff that I can just then give away to people, you know. So it, for me it's not about profit at all. I just want people to have some cool merch that they can wear to shows and stuff like that and I want them to get it at an affordable
0: price. So I mean um, I kind of I really respect that to be honest, but I'll make sure to look for it. But um,
1: absolutely. Uh, well, well like I said, the, the website is down at the moment because of some, um, I don't know, uh, they're, they're changing the name of the company for some legal reasons and stuff like that. So they they have taken right. down the website now, but they're setting it up as soon as possible. So uh, we'll have it up and running pretty soon.
0: Well, um, I'd like to say thank you for being here. We kind of are becoming kind of crunched on time, but uh, no I really soon. appreciate you sitting down talking to me, man. I really it's an absolute pleasure and let me just say that it's it's an absolute honor that to to
1: be on your podcast it's uh I'm I'm humbled by by the fact that you actually asked me to come on it's uh, it's really cool and I really appreciate it and uh I uh, I wish you the best of success with the podcast I'm going to share this
0: everywhere I can I just i wanna like like I honestly wanna use this platform as like a similar thing of like how Ivan and the band uses their music, you know, just promote a good message and promote that everyone is equal and that you know we're all family at the end of the exactly. day, and I really wanna promote that message, and I really hope that one day I could you know I don't want to i don't mean I would not mind making money off of this, but you know I don't view it as like oh, I'm gonna make money off this because. I really want to just spread a good message while doing the things I want to do in this world. And absolutely do. I really, really do. Um, I really do love, uh, just reaching out to you. And I mean, uh, I did ask, uh, Patrick or Joker. Uh, I did ask him to be on an episode at some point just to, you know, promote his side of all this. And, You know, I don't think we'll be able. I don't know if we'll be able to because he's a very busy, busy person. But uh, yeah, he is. I mean, but as you said, he's a very endearing and caring person. So I mean, as I said, like I really, I really hope that you know, taking away from this that you know that we all are equal and that we're all family and that you know, I really appreciate. As I said, I appreciate that you spent time sit down with me and you know i feel like i felt like you just deserve more respect and more just more publicity per se <laughs> just of like showing your pride and in like wanting to promote you unity in the in the fan base you know, you know i appreciate
1: I mean? that dude it's it's been an absolute pleasure it's it's a it's really really awesome and what i hope for you is that you someday Maybe you'll get the chance to actually do one of these episodes with either Ivan, Zoltan, Chris, Andy, or Charlie. I really, really hope you get the chance to do that. That would be so awesome.
0: I'm really hoping I can get a solid answer from Charlie or someone about doing that in um, October when I go to the show. Worst case scenario, man. We just start having the knucklehead community start telling them. Go talk to him, man.
1: <laughs> I'm, de- I'm definitely I mean, going to send them the link to this one. And uh, if, if they've been listening all the way to the end,
0: let's do it. Let's, let's praise, get us praise this
1: podcast.
0: You know, what would be amazing is if we got all of them, you and Joker on here. <laughs> that would be the best podcast <laughs> ever. Let's set that as a goal, okay? We need to make that an end goal at some point that we need Absolutely. to get the core Absolutely. of the fan group, the the, the core of the family just in a zoom call together for a recording. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. We need, we need to do that. So we need to, we need to work together and set that up someday, you know, Absolutely. and let's I really, the goal, dude. between me and you and the whole fan base and all the whole knucklehead family, let's, uh, Let's work towards getting, you know, you and Joker and the whole band on a Zoom call together. You know, that would be very very. That would make. I would, in my opinion, I feel like that would make all of this worth it. You know, right now, I mean, I'm not. I mean, all this came from my interest in this all came up from a podcast I did freshman year. And I mean, my, my freshman year of high school and I did it on like social media. And just how people are so fake sometimes, yeah. And I mean, it's not the best podcast in the world, but for someone that doesn't know what they're doing, it sounds amazing. I mean, dude, I definitely I, I think could, you're
1: doing a great job.
0: Absolutely, dude. You can go far I mean, with like, this. I mean, like my friend Lambo that I had in the previous episode. I mean, you might have checked it out. I don't know if you may have watched the full thing, but I did. We one of the one of the things he had said after that, like he said that. You know, he felt like he didn't feel like this was an interview. I just promote Ooh, yeah. it and I just I just I I mean when I say in my description of everything that I wanna make this a casual conversation. I really do. Because I don't wanna be that guy that's like, you know, who are you? What do you do? Tell me about this, <laughs> tell me about that, asking question after question after question. I'm like I'm one of those people that's like, I'm gonna ask you questions, but you know, I have a full like this is all my... These are all questions. Damn. I didn't even ask half of them because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to or even the like opportunity for it to just ease into it didn't show up. And I mean, all of, the, all of the core questions I wanted to ask got answered. All the core things I wanted to talk about really got answered. And, you know, this is really what it's all about. And, you know... Absolutely. Me personally, to Ivan and Charlie, Zoltan, Chris, and Andy. You know, if you guys are still watching to this point, um, you know, y'all, are, you guys are my role models. I mean, you guys are truly the ones that got me to feel prideful in myself and be able to get to this point in time. And I feel like, um, Helg, like I feel like you even in a sense a inspiration for me to want to put myself out there because seeing like you, a normal guy that just loves his favorite band makes a fan club about it. and just promotes a positive message of like, we are all family. We're the knucklehead family. We love each other. I love you and I love you and we love everybody. And I find that inspiring in a way, not only because of the band that we follow, but, just as a whole, yeah. I feel it's a unity. It's simple as that. It's it's
1: a royal yeah.
0: family. It's just it's phenomenal. But it is, you know. As we said, let's get let's get one of the band members on my show one day. Let's even get you know end goal all of us get on here for like a special for Christmas or a holiday <laughs> or something. Just like you know, hey everyone you know, we dropped this for you to listen to just as a gift to everybody. And, you know, I really think it's endearing that, you know, I really want to get somewhere like that one day where we can do that. I mean, I don't, I have no doubt in the world, me, you and Joker can arrange something like that. I have no doubt. I mean, the fact that you guys got to meet the band members and get pictures with all of them and, be on that stage and person and you know, as you said, perform and burn motherfucker. I mean, just how you described <laughs> it. I haven't seen the video yet, but your description just, I can, Im- I can imagine it and I just see it happening. And yeah. the fact that you guys made that happen and the fact that you guys met the band members and had endearing conversations with them and even just in my limited interactions with them. And, You know, me and Charlie talk off and on. And, you know, he's always been very supportive of the things I ever approach him with. And I seriously just, I have no other way to put it. Like, I have no doubt that me and you and Joker can arrange something massive. And just make it happen dude. And I think that whole Las Vegas show concept idea you had. Oh my God. Let's fucking do it.
1: Let's I think you
0: can do it. I think I can do it. You can do it. And I think the whole knucklehead family can do it.
1: Yeah. You it's know? going to take a lot of, a lot of planning and preparations, but
0: I have probably, it'll probably, it'll probably take him. years and years of preparation, but you know, obviously the band would have to probably be involved in that coordination just so we can, you know, try to get a date that works for all of us to be able to do something like that. Yeah. And if it would even work for them, you know, worst case scenario, that we don't do it in vegas we do it somewhere where we have the room to do it or where it's the perfect time to do it i mean definitely like i think all these future ideas that you have i definitely think it can happen you know that norway show where all of you guys like we said you guys were on the stage with ivan and the band if that can happen i think there's an infinite world of possibility absolutely you know? i mean as long
1: as i think as long as we just set our mind to something we can do it we can make it
0: happen you know nothing stopped the knucklehead family before you know <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, ivan, when, when ivan went when ivan went down with his sobriety problems man we all stood with him we all were just like we're gonna lift you up ivan you lift 100%. us up we lift we you lift us up we're gonna lift you up because we stand with you, we love you, and you are like a big brother to all of us. He is that's a po i mean if if he's made it this far, if he watches us and made it this far, you know he is literally like a best friend or even a brother figure to me, you know, or maybe even he gives that you know really endearing father figure impression on it in some sense i mean not trying to make it weird like i'm saying oh he's like a father figure to me but i get what you're saying dude and i agree 100 i mean i mean i mean i know that we've talked primarily about ivan but you know fris kale he promotes sobriety and feel like the whole band promotes it yeah i mean i i love those guys from day in day out every single day you know, I can't wait for the album that releases on August nineteenth, man. <laughs> I definitely can say that the album is out there. Like the file yeah. is. And it's it's I mean, i am not gonna say I haven't heard parts that I shouldn't have heard. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I haven't. I'm not saying I do it for my own curiosity, but people there have been people in like private Discord servers that I have left since that have played it yeah. in like channels and I mean, I can just say just from the limited experiences I've had, for just from listening to the unreleased stuff, I mean, I've typically avoided as much as I can, but it always comes back and it's just like, here you go, man. And I don't, I mean, I don't like it at all, but I can just say from what I've heard that the rest of the people I haven't heard, this is going to be probably one of the best records to date. I'm just going to put I, that I, out there. I'm pretty confident that it, it will be. And... You know, I'm I'm very, I have very high hopes for the various stuff I haven't heard. I have very high hopes for the whole album, man. I mean, just from what I've heard, even just from the previews they've released, I mean, I have beyond high hopes for this album. I mean, I'm very looking forward to it. And... I'm just gonna say this for any of you motherfuckers out there that are watching this, and it's like, holy shit! I didn't know it was re- it was leaked. Uh, just so you know that all the websites that had it um no longer have it, and all the ones that do have it that promote it are scam sites that 100%. don't. That just want your per. They just want your personal information. and it's just there to control you into clicking on it. You know. Yeah, if, I definitely know people if that you have really
1: it. Respect but... the band like 100. You'll you're gonna wait until the album is out. You're going to get right. the whole thing and you're going to have a way better experience, both audio, visually, and in um, any other way. So, I mean, the new album is, is out uh, August 19th. So, we're just going to be patient and uh, I'm, I bet it's going to be absolutely amazing. And for I all the fucking it, fans out there, if you want to join any of the, the fan clubs, doesn't matter where you're from. If you just look them up on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, just join whatever fan club you want. There are several on Facebook that are international that have like 100,000 100, plus members. We have uh, the Norwegian, the Danish, the Swedish, the Dutch, the German, the Spain, the Spanish, Israeli. You're free to join every single one of them because we're family, no matter what doesn't matter where you're from, what you look like, what you believe in. Everyone's welcome in every single
0: one of them, as long as you're not a scamming piece of shit, because if you are right, you're going to kick you out. (laughs) Seriously, fuck. Take those fuck motherfuckers, man. Fuck them, man. Exactly. You see them every fucking day, man. And it breaks my heart to see people fall for that. You know, remember, if you're talking to one of the band members, they have a blue check mark on their Instagram page or whatever social media platform they are. They will always have that iconic blue check mark. And if it doesn't have it, do not talk to them, man. Unless it strictly says fan page on there that's dedicated to that person, I would not approach that person. If they don't have that blue tick mark, if they don't have that blue check mark on their page, then I definitely would say don't talk to them. Yeah. Just report and block. Simple as that. Report and block. You know. (laughs) I see Zoltan talking about it all the time. He always is like, I tell you guys all the time, if they don't have a check mark, it's not me. It's not Ivan. It's not Andy. You know, it's not any of us. Exactly. Walk away. (laughs) Just walk away from it. Report and block, as you said. We need to eliminate the fake motherfuckers out there. And we need to keep the purity of this band because I feel like sometimes those are the things that drags this band down in its reputation. It's these horrible yep. people that do this and it gives these, it gives, it gives the members a bad reputation and it's, it's heartbreaking to see it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, once again, Helg, thank you for, um, thank you for being on my show today. And we had some very, very good conversations, man.
1: Absolutely. I really do
0: appreciate everything. And, if you've made it to the end, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of big things in the future. Hopefully, between me and you, Helg, and let's—and you know, as you said, let's get the Death Punch members on here, man. People Absolutely. need to hear. People need to hear the perspective that me and you have experienced with this exact show. They need yeah. to experience it because I'm not here to gather information off of you. I'm not here to antagonize you off information i hope anyone that is musically kind of anything that wants to be on here ask helg ask any of the future people that will be on this show we are not here to press information out of you and excessively be <laughs> question after question after question we're here to have a good time and as you've seen you know We just talk about the things we love. We don't even, it's not at this point, we don't, I don't even say it's an interview. It is, but we don't really, we're not going to call it that. We're just going to call it an endearing conversation.
1: It's a a great conversation brother to brother do. Right. 100%. And to to anyone who has watched this all the way to the end, hit that like button and share this all over your social media accounts. Let's help this guy out and
0: make him big, okay? Let's blow him up. Yes. You know, you can, <laughs> if you go to, um, you can find us on uh, social media at uh, Full Circle Podcast. Uh, it's full underscore circle period podcast. Um, we have our link, tree link in there on the website for the website on our Instagram page. And it has the link to pretty much every single streaming service you have. It has our YouTube channel on there. Go subscribe to that. Share the Spotify link so we can get our streams up. I mean, I want to make a statement of, who we are as the knucklehead family as metalheads i mean as metalheads united you know in that sense like we need to show everybody who the fuck we are show them that you know we can't just be stepped on and that you know the fans are that our family you know fans are not just fans they're family you know that's what i want to take away from all this is that no one is better than anyone else we are all equal and we are all family That is one thing I want want to take away from today. Um, 100%. New Death Punch album on on August 19th. Uh, You can find the Norwegian Knuckleheads or pretty much majority of the fan groups on any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. You know, and, you know, just shoot them a DM, join the Facebook groups, you know. I I mean, I definitely could say you probably are down to have a conversation with anybody, you know, about all this. And, you know, make sure to like and share all the, uh, share this podcast with everybody. I mean, I want to, I want to make a statement out of this. I want to make something out of this. And I want to show everybody that, you know, just a normal person like me and you can have a great, can have a great time, you know.
1: This has been awesome, dude. Absolutely. Pleasure and honor to
0: be here. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I mean I thought that you deserved more credit than you're given, man. I think that you Thank you, <laughs> you need it, you need something like this. You needed something like this to get yourself out there and you know. I appreciate it, uh, dude. Just, I, I appreciate your time. I know you appreciate me. And I appreciate the whole death punch fan base and the whole family. You know, I, I appreciate everything and you know. I don't know how else to put it, man. Uh, just All I can say is thank you for everything. And there is hopefully some big things coming for us between me hopefully. and you and everybody. There is hopefully going to be big things going on. But as I said, drop us a follow on Instagram. Uh, share the streams. Share the YouTube. You know. Full underscore circle period podcast. We have the link to the link tree that, as I said, has all of our streaming platforms on it that I keep as up to date as humanly possible. And I put hours and hours into this every single week, you know, this interview is only a couple hours, but I'm constantly watching my statistics. (laughs) I'm I'm constantly watching people's feedback. I'm constantly watching everything. And if, and if anyone does, if anyone wants to like strike up a conversation, just DM me, I'm interactive with everybody. Uh, you know, I'll always drop a follow back, man. And if I haven't, just let me know. I'll make sure to drop it. And, <laughs> and you know, make sure to hit up uh, the Norwegian knuckleheads, German knuckleheads, everybody. You know, I really have. I I, I think I I don't really have anything else to really to say, man. You have anything else you want to say, Hug? Join the family. Everyone's welcome. Simple as that. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Anyway, thank you again for the... I feel like the millionth time I've said it, thank you again for being <laughs> here, and... You thank know, you, brother. I
1: it's enjoyed this
0: awesome. endearing conversation, and if you've made it to the end, thank you very much for sticking to the end. You know, I hope you enjoyed this, and I love all of you. I love all of you. It's from the Knucklehead family to everybody else out there, you know. But anyway, this is, this is Liam from the Full Circle Podcast, and this has been a very, very good day for all of us. So yeah, thank you again for uh, talking to me, and have a good rest of your evening or morning or whatever time it is for everybody in the world that's listening to this. Anyway, this is Liam from the Full Circle Podcast signing off.